This is episode 170 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we are sharing a very inspirational story from Aaron's, a story in body confidence and peace of mind. This is the perfect follow-up to podcast 169, the one that was titled The Year of You. And seeing what hashtag undieting can provide you in real life. Stay tuned. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. This is a great moment. I wouldn't be any happier right now if I was skinnier, if my body looked different. It's truly been a beautiful process. This has been life-changing, and I am really grateful that I didn't wait another year. If you think that you're gonna come into this and lose 20 pounds and eat perfectly for the rest of your life, then it's the wrong thing. But if you think you're gonna come into this and have a life-changing experience, then it's worth every penny and more. The Going Beyond the Food Academy is the result of a lifelong journey in searching for my solution. All along, the solution was right there in front of me. And it's also right there for you, inside of you. You just want to eat normally, have a normal body, perhaps weigh less. You're looking for the solution to eat less, stop overeating, perhaps binging, maybe stop the endless desire to eat what is forbidden, the sugar craving, and you keep searching. Searching for the answer as to why your body doesn't want to collaborate with you. And you've tried it all. Willpower, discipline, mental strength, over-exercising, all the diet, while shaming yourself and your body in hope that it would give you what you so desperately desire. What I desired the most, I thought, was weight loss. But really, what I wanted was to fit in, to be accepted, to be loved, to be happy unconditionally. What I didn't realize during the 25 years of dieting was that suffering was not necessary. That the answer was right there inside of me. But I refused to see it and accept it because it didn't fit with what I was told the solution was. The Going to Beyond the Food Academy is a 14-week journey towards creating and discovering your own solution. Think of it as the university-level course that will teach you what you need to know to finally get what you desire the most. The Going Beyond the Food Academy is a lifetime program that will show you what you need to heal why you eat because that's the real issue and will teach you a new way of engaging with food from a place of intuition resulting in a brand new way of how to eat. The outcome of the Going Beyond the Food Academy is what you eat becomes normal, easy, 
and simple. Ditching dieting and becoming a normal eater. So if you're ready to step into a new version of yourself, be empowered by me as your teacher in our amazing community to make the change you know you need to make. Head over to stephaniedodzie.com slash academy right now. So the academy has helped me figure out, like you said, feel it, don't fight it. Actually know that if I feel my feelings, I'm going to survive. It's going to be okay. I can sit with those and nothing bad is going to happen to me. Ladies! Welcome to 2019. If you're listening live, today is January 3rd. It is the first episode of the year, the year of undieting 2019. So we just finished the series on dieting 2019. If you follow me on social media, you saw me putting a lot out there about shifting women from starting the year in resolution mode, wanting to lose weight, wanting to diet to a place of undieting and going beyond the food. So I have a question for you. If you're listening live and it's the beginning of January, did you join us in the Undiet 2019 Challenge? Did you take a resolution to lose weight, to get healthy? Did you join a 30-day program? Like, what is going on for you? So let me know via social media what you're doing. I hope you are listening on the side with us in the Food Freedom Challenge on Diet 2019. But if not, I know this episode may help you maybe change your decision this year maybe change your aspiration, but also, as Erin will share in her story, to find the courage of facing your fears of quitting dieting. So that's why I thought this was a perfect follow-up to this five-part series of undieting, because you'll get Erin to share where she was at a point in her life where she had enough She was 36 years old, the average career working woman suffering from dieting. And in her words, she says, I didn't let fear stop me this time. And Erin is a graduate of one of our program, our higher end program, the Growing Beyond the Food Academy. We interviewed her just at the end of her session in the month of December. She just graduated. So you'll hear that story and you'll see the impact of a journey of going beyond the food can look like, which by the way, today is also the opening of the campaign for our Going Beyond the Food Academy, the winter 2019 session that's opening January 27th. The registration period will actually start January 6th. So we've got 21 days of campaigning and getting the word out that the registration is open. So if that's something you're interested, it's a journey of 14 weeks. It's a journey of self-discovery, as you'll hear Heron shared. It's a mindset shift. It's the rewiring of your mind of how it engaged with food, handle emotion, body image. And then we re-engage with food at the end. We learn about conscious eating, mindful eating, combined with intuition. So 
If that's for you, you know this is for you, you'll be able to register if you go to my website, that's stephaniedozie.com slash academy, January 6th in the morning. And if you're not sure you want to know more, we have an open house, an information session about the program live with me on January the 15th. You'll have to register for that. And the registration link is in the show note, or you can go to stephaniedozier.com slash open house, and then you'll be able to register for the information session. And if you do that and you need more, there's also the opportunity to book a discovery call with one of myself or my team member. Again, when you go to the registration page, you'll see there's an option there to get us to call you and answer all of your questions. So Lots of way for you to get the answer that you need. If something that you want to join us into, I would love to work with you. I'd love to be your guide in this journey of going beyond the food. So time to get to our interview with Erin. So what is the possibilities? What is on the other side of taking this journey of undieting your life, taking this journey of going beyond the food, of tweaking your relationship to food and to your body from a place of peace and love and compassion. And that's what we're going to talk with Erin. So I'll move it right over to the interview with Erin. Welcome to the Going to Be on the Food Show, Erin. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Very good. I'm very excited to have you as our first episode of the year as an inspiration story, because I think your story has the power of connecting with thousands of our listeners. So get ready, everyone, for this, because this is a powerful one. So let's get started, and let's get you introduced. So who is Erin? Well, I am just your average 36-year-old woman trying to make her way in the world, I'm a sister, I'm a coworker, I'm a friend, just your average person constantly going on a yo-yo diet and all that fun stuff as a woman. That's who I am. Awesome. So who was Erin before we met? Like, where were you in your health, in your mindset, in your moods, in your relationship to food? Like, who were you? So we started working together in September of 2018. So let's say if you wind back the clock six months, who were you back then? And how was your life? Holy moly. Gosh, it was a constant chatter in my head of, you know, no, you can't eat this. No, you can't eat that. Hey, we got to go on this diet. We have to lose some weight. I just want to feel better. I don't necessarily want to, I mean, everybody wants to lose weight, right? But I just wanted to feel better. But going from one diet to the next is just ridiculous. And having that constant chatter in your head of, no, you can't eat this, can't do that. I was sick of it. I was so sick of it. It was driving me nuts. So that's where I was six months ago. So pain around the engagement with controlling food with the outcome of potentially losing weight. Yeah, because you always see these posts of, hey, you have to have this type of body or gosh, even going into the doctor and, you know, feeling like you're being judged because you're overweight and going into a store and you have a bigger body. Everybody is just so judgmental and it's really hard to get around that. So you kind of get into this thought pattern of, okay, well, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to be a better person. But that 
does so many things to you psychologically and physically even. Just not healthy. And how was your relationship to food? Oof. Gosh, it was that vicious cycle of, let's say I'm good during the week. And, you know, I got on this bandwagon. Good during the week. And then I'm like, I'm just going to go freaking all out on the weekends. And it was a cycle that I absolutely hated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hated. So you were a restrictor during the during structured the week. week yeah. And then an all out overeater binge in the weekend. Yeah, not, I mean, not necessarily like super binging, but you know, like, Ooh, I love donuts. Let's get a donut. And then, you know, that turns into a couple, you know, it's just like floodgates, like freaking open up. Mm. And you were challenged with body image. You were challenged with the relationship to food, the need to constantly do something to be on a diet that affected your mood. You talked about that. What created that space or that what I call the Yoda moment or the haha moment to say like, I have to get off that cycle? Like what, is there some moment or is it just gradual? You know, it was kind of both because a couple of years ago I had actually lost quite a bit of weight and then, you know, you're super restrictive and I didn't want to live like that. I could not live constantly with super restriction, or I could only eat this type of food. I mean, that's a part of the human experience is to enjoy food and not feel bad for it. So anyway, I lost a whole bunch of weight. And then like a year and a half later, I started gaining it back. And because I had lost weight before, I knew I could physically, but there was that mental component that I needed help with. So I was searching out, searching out. I actually went to a hypnotherapist at one point. I had never shared this with you before. but (laughs) How was that Um, for those who've never been to an hypnotherapist? (laughs) It was interesting. I feel really bad for the poor lady. It didn't work. I couldn't be relaxed. I couldn't be hypnotized, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, I wasted, you know, a couple thousand dollars there. And because I knew it was all mental. But yeah, just seeking out something to help me mentally kind of get over that the gap, if you will. So when you went to the hypnotherapist, what did you ask her to fix? Like, what were you trying to get her to change in your mind? Like, it was really just the obsessional thoughts, the, you know, and I I was really open. I love sweets, really do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, she was trying to kind of rewire my brain to go towards more whole and natural foods. And that's what I was asking for her help with. The craving and the type of food you were craving. Yeah, bingo. Yep. That's it. What else had you done before you came across our work and what created that haha moment? Actually, I was on a keto website because I, I had gone through some keto and honestly, like a lot of the, you know, a lot of that stuff, it just tastes really good. Anyway, that's where I actually stumbled across you in an interview that you did. I'm like, oh my goodness, this lady is on to something. So <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where I, I found your podcast. Mm-hmm. And how long did you listen to the podcast prior to taking the first step with us? Gosh, I want to say maybe a month and a half. And then I took, I think it's called the food freedom program. Yes. Is that what it, okay. So I took that and cause I, I like structure, but I also don't want to be, you know, beat down with being told what I have to eat when I have to eat you know, all of that stuff. So going through like those modules, it was a perfect moment because shortly after is when you opened up the new semester of the academy. So I'm like, oh, this is great. 
So I hopped on to the wait list there and started that journey. Awesome. So you started with Claim Your Food Freedom, which is kind of our introduction program for people listening. That's the one we have ongoing all the time. And then from there, you moved on to the Academy, the, yeah. the bigger program. Yeah, because I, I saw those modules and how much work and how it was structured and how it could hit all different points of, you know, going through the why, you know, kind of digging into my personal why and helping to rewire that part. So that kind of intrigued me and I'm like, okay, so let's go to this next one. And what was really awesome is I actually, at that point, I didn't know that I would get that $97 put towards, you know, the program. So that was like an added bonus. I was super excited about that. So you mentioned the word intrigue. So you were intrigued, but was there a moment of hesitation? that this, I don't know, maybe not before you, or this is too deep, I don't want to go there, or is there that place of hesitation, a little bit of fear that happened also as you took those first steps? I did not allow myself to get there. I just like, I have to do this. Because if I ever want to get past whatever is holding me back from getting to the next level, I have to do it. And I was sick of everything that I, I had already tried And honestly, this would have been my absolute last one. If this didn't, like, quote unquote, work, that was it. So let's talk a little bit about that. Because for many women, you said the word, I didn't allow myself to hesitate. I didn't allow myself to have the fear of not jumping in. For many women, they're there, right? And they're afraid of moving on to that place of, of newness or that different approach or to commit themselves to changes either financially or time-wise or whatever. Commitment is really difficult. So how do you do that of not allowing yourself? Like how does that show up in a, a normal person's head? Like how do you do that? So I guess kind of going for, let's say, let's go to the, hey, I'm afraid of this next step. Now, I'm not going to tell you I wasn't scared. I mean, I had not necessarily hesitation moments, but oh my goodness, what am I getting myself into? You know, after I click the button, I'm like, okay, this is going to be, you know, this is something. But you just have to get to a point where you have to put yourself first. And that is really hard for, you know, this community in particular is you have to put yourself first and you just really have to do it for yourself. So you you felt the fear. Mm -hmm. So this is something that I talk a lot about, and I'm happy that you're expressing that in your example. Like we feel the fear. It's like people sometimes think, well, I'll do it the moment where I don't feel the fear. The problem is that a long time. Yeah. Like we're going to wait all our life because you felt the fear and you said, okay, I'm still going to move forward. Yeah. Because I was personally sick of that up and down and I had to do something for myself and I had to do it. I had to do it. If I wanted to get to that next level, if I wanted to be the person that I wanted to be, I had to do it. And and the idea that came to my mind, the the analogy to that, and I don't know if you'll agree is when you sign your first mortgage, Mm. right? You see your mortgage and it's, I don't know, 150, $200,000. You're like, holy boop, 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 boop. Like you're scared because Uh now you're like committed for $200,000, which seems like a lifetime, right? Right. But you still signed the damn paper. 
Right. And then I guess going to the, you know, the financial part of it, I guess you can't not do this for yourself. In the grand scheme of things, it's a very small investment into the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. How much have most of us already spent with the various fat diets and, you know, Mm -hmm. bandwagons? Calculate that up to now. I mean, you're talking tens of thousands of dollars and you could be worse off now than you were before that. You know, you need to better yourself and this is the best way to do it. In some way, I can also say that it's an investment in yourself to prove to yourself that you're worthy. Absolutely. Yeah. I know when you don't feel worthy or you have a lower self-esteem, you're like, I could spend that money in better places where in fact, what you're doing is you're reaffirming your feeling of unworthiness or your feeling of low self-esteem by not investing in yourself. Right. And I think too, you know, if you keep putting up those roadblocks, you're never going to get to where you're destined to be. You're never going to get to that next level. And if you want to do that, then you have to invest in yourself. Time-wise, you know, money-wise, you have to commit to that. And it's a commitment for the rest of your life. It's not just this short time of working on yourself and, you know, rewiring yourself. It's a lifetime. Each one of us is worth it. Did you find through this experience of investing in yourself and taking the program and doing the course that it actually helped your self-worth and your self-esteem? Oh, in more ways, more ways than I ever, ever thought possible. There are certain struggles I've had in my personal life that I've actually not, I'd never addressed them or uh, had been aware and just kind of going through it, it's kind of really opened my eyes to so many different aspects of my life and that I can actually not just be satisfied, but I can actually thrive in all areas. An example is I was at work, you know, I can now kind of take a step back and not get frustrated at something. I can take a breath. I don't have to rise to that occasion. I can, I can chill out. Mm-hmm. So it's not I, the end of the world if something yeah, goes wrong. Absolutely. So no, it's much more than food. It's, I mean, I've started a side journey of my own because of, you know, this program was kind of a catalyst for that. So that's going to be an interesting journey, which I'm not going to share here, but it's going to be a tough one, but it's something I'm excited for. There's many of our academy graduate who go down the same path as you, right? So that self-esteem, that self-worth, I'll come back to that. We kind of, I want to say, we have to prove it to ourselves that we are worthy. And as we do this work and we invest our time, invest our relationship, invest our finances, we actually build, as you saw for yourself, that self-worth and that self-esteem. And at the end of the process, you then are into this next level of your life you keep referring to, to take the other part of your life's journey. Some people will go back to school. Some people will change career. Some people will, like I can think of another student who had an autoimmune condition who decided to invest in working with a functional medicine doctor, right? You're going to have your own journey, but that comes as a result of you investing in your self-esteem and your self-worth. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So many aha moments through the entire, like my brain was, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Oh, this is great. Like, honestly, just so many things that 
we kind of not necessarily take for granted, but things that are just so white noise in the background that we don't know how certain things, even from our childhood or whatnot, is all affecting us through today. Mm -hmm. And to acknowledge a lot of that and work through that, it helps in so many, like I said before, in so many ways. That's the difference between like the entry level and the more advanced program is the more advanced program does exactly what you just said, right? It allows us to have a more wholesome view and everything that triggers our relationship to food and our body. So what did you see as a result So you did the Claim Your Food Freedom program, you moved into the academy, you took that 14 weeks journey. What was the result? Like, can you give us a couple of examples of how things change in your life as a result of you doing the work? Yeah, I just, let's say going back to the, you know, I'm really good during the week. And then on the weekends, I just kind of actually not had that for quite some time. I haven't felt the the need to restrict and then, you know, go crazy. I mean, shoot, I had this cookie that my boss gave me a while ago and it was just sitting there and I had really no desire to eat it. Not because I was restricting or, you know, it's, I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing for me is the constant chatter in my head of, you know, I have to be this certain way or I have to eat this certain way to not feel judged that to me is probably the the best thing of everything is just that internal thought that internal battle is pretty much gone it's hmm. fantastic that takes a lot of energy to battle that all day long doesn't it oh it sure as heck does sure as heck does and it impacts and then i'm sure many women listening to this will connect to that that it's like having some people express it as having the devil on one shoulder and then the angel on the other shoulder. And it's constantly chattering between each other and it influences a lot of your day-to-day decision. Mm-hmm. So in working through this chatter, how has your engagement in life change or your day-to-day decision change? I'm more focused on what do I want to eat? Okay. What is going to make me feel good? Not necessarily how many calories does this, you know, stupid little thing have. Oh, we're having a work event. Let's only have the salad or whatnot. But it's allowed me to think about what I want Mm -hmm. and not think about what others think. No. Yeah. How did it impact your relationship to your body? So that's something that was actually the hardest part of this entire thing. I did not fully realized how much, I've never hated myself, but how much I also judged myself and having and developing that self-compassion was, oh my goodness, I'd never thought about it before. Yeah, just kind of what you teach of, it's not good, it's not bad, it is what it is. And you know what? Be okay with it. That's you. Have compassion for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was probably one of the most intense part parts of this entire thing is okay let's stand in the mirror actually look at ourselves and to have that compassion towards ourselves and I think that's what a lot of people are missing yeah and it's halfway through the program for a very specific reason because it is quote difficult to do but I would venture to say based on your story 
and what I know of you, it's been one of the most rewarding aspects of it. Am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. I was in a store the other day and you know, they have those big mirrors that just kind of watch you and you know, make sure you're not stealing, whatever. You know what? I stared myself down. I'm like, <laughs> hey there, Chica. How's it going? Yeah, just having those moments of, you know what? This is me. Take it or leave it. I don't care. This is me. That's it. And I'm not going to stop living because of my body. Exactly. So you're just finished the program, the 14 weeks program. If you asked to say what was the best part of now reflecting back, what was the best part of this journey? What would you say? Understanding the why. Yeah, I never understood why I had certain cravings. I didn't understand. Gosh, I didn't even understand what emotion I was feeling at certain times, you know, because we get so disconnected from ourselves. And especially as women, we're caretakers. So we always put other people first. And through the program, it's okay. Putting myself first isn't selfish. It's it's self-love. It's self-compassion. I think that right there is probably the biggest part of it is that self-compassion, the putting yourself first mm-hmm. and uh, understanding the why so you can move forward. And would you say now, just finishing this week, would you say that like we put out to people that it's about making peace with food in their body, right? Would you say that you are at peace with food in your body? I have never been more at peace in my entire life. Okay. I, that is something I never thought I would ever get to this point or have that hope, not just for you know my relationship to food, but also with my body, with addressing other, other things, again, that have come up throughout this whole thing. I never thought I would get to a point where I would actually be content. And not just content, but actually seeing that there is a happy future out there. Yeah, just to be myself. That's amazing. And I get there. So let's go into that piece. You kind of talked about the future piece. So we're looking at 2019, right? We're at the beginning of the year. How do you see 2019 forward unfolding based on the work that you've done with yourself? Really focusing on more fully healing myself and taking that... Now, let me tell you, I'm not going to freaking diet. That is one darn thing for certain. Absolutely not going to diet. But just investing in myself and healing completely, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, all of those, the four bodies, Mm -hmm. and keeping those in line and just continuing the work. Mm. And that would have not even been a thought 14 weeks ago. Is that what it is? Like this whole concept of healing? No, I Hmm. was going to go through the rest of my life in the shadow. Managing symptoms. And sometimes not even just going through life in a haze. So now the haze is breaking. For people listening, this is a big concept in which we can be, you, I, and Aaron can be empowered to change our health. And for many people listening, that's a like, what the heck are you talking about, right? I just go to my doctor, we manage symptoms with pills and diets and treatment, but 
what are you talking about healing and overcoming something? And I want to use this example that Erin just said in the shift of our her own health she had. Does, you don't have to do the 14 weeks program for that. I mean, you can have that shift if you stop looking at the traditional model of health and the traditional model of healing and start looking to the people on the outskirts and say like, yes, there is a way for you, whatever condition you have, that it is a relationship to food, that it is high blood pressure. There is a way of getting to the root cause and stop managing it, but actually healing it. And that's what you were expressing here. So that's what you're seeing in your future, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think you said it very well is stop managing symptoms. It keeps us so down and not living the full life that we were each meant to live. Whether that be, you know, you have a physical ailment that you need to work through or a mental health concern, you are worth taking the time and investing more so time than anything else into yourself and be that person that you were meant to be. And that's exactly what I've discovered. That's amazing. That's, that's very empowering. So in closing this discussion here, for the people listening right now that are where you were, let me phrase that properly, like people that are where you were in August of last year, if you were to visualize that person and you wanted to say something to that person back six months ago, what would you say to that person? You are worth it. You are not broken and uh, there's hope and uh, you need to uh, take those next steps. If you are sick of the constant back and forth in your head, constant yo-yo dieting, there is hope and uh, love yourself enough to stop that internal struggle and heal for a lifetime. That's a beautiful message. Thank you very much for having taken the step of coming forward because it's not a lot of people who are willing to come on the podcast and share their journey. But by doing that, I know that Erin today has affected a lot of you and please reach out on social media and let me know how her story has impacted you. And that's part of giving back when you grow and become a better version of yourself, you want to give back. And that's what you did today. So thank you very much, Erin, for having stepped forward to do this. It means Absolutely. a lot to me. And yeah. hashtag undiet uh, yeah. 2019. I'm so on board. That's a cool, it came to me in the middle of the night, by the way. It was like, huh, I should do that. Like that's a good hashtag and a good thematic for the year. It is beautiful. Is there anything else we'd like to add before we close the interview? No, I'm good. Thank you very much for having me and allowing me to share my story. And welcome to your first podcast ever. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Karen. So there you have it. Quite an inspirational journey for Erin, but... What I like about her journey, Erin, it's very simple, but it's so representative of many of us, of where we were, how we felt, and where we wanted to go. So I hope hearing her voice, hearing her being vulnerable and sharing her journey will inspire one of you to take the step of going 
beyond the food. And remember, going beyond the food is an underground movement. It is a grassroots movement that needs to be shared from people to people, word of mouth, because we are fighting a $66 billion industry of weight loss and diet culture. So let's share this episode. Let's share the hashtag undiet2019. And let's you point out some of your female friends and sisters and co-worker into this world of empowerment that is going beyond the food and helping me make this available to more women. I have a great show coming up for you next week. Episode 171 is titled, you ready? The Debt of Dieting, The Rise of Health at Every Size. I'm going to leave it at that. It's going to be controversial, but it's really a new movement that is part of Undieting 2019 that is foundational to our journey going beyond the food. And I'm going to have an expert, Molly Barr, coming and talking to us about this new option that is called health at every size and how to begin our journey there. So I love you. And I look forward to see you in episode 171. Do you wish your relationship to food and perhaps your body was easier? Do you wish you could make peace with food and your body? Most women will describe the state of being as having food freedom. And likely you've tried potentially everything to get there. And you are certain that something is seriously wrong with you. Maybe you're thinking that more restriction has to be the solution. I get it. And trust me, I've been there too, for almost 27 years. You see, what most struggling women never ever realize is that how you engage with food and your body has little to do with food itself. Sadly, most women rely on outdated strategy like restriction and willpower and discipline as their solution. Things like the black and white mindset, the diet pills, the cheat day to control their urges. But you and I know that has nothing to do with food freedom. So that's why I want to share with you the assessment that I use in my clinic with my one-on-one client to identify what is holding them back from food freedom. And quite frankly, it's different from anything you've done before. I've created the food freedom score, this assessment tool to give you an idea of where you should be focusing on. During this quiz, I'm gonna take you through 10 simple yes or no question that will allow you to assess the sticky point with your relationship with food and your body. Plus, I'll coach you at the end on specific steps you need to take to move forward to get your food freedom. So if you're ready to step into a new version of yourself and create a new relationship with food in your body, head over to stephaniedoze.com slash quiz, and I'll see you on the other side.